The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Oh man, guys. Hi, it's guys. It's the at-home version. It's an at-home version of TSR. We're back and we're no sign of stopping, friends. So happy to be here. This will be the last time that we're recording in this home. It is. Because I, my friends, am making a very rogue move during the pandemic. I want to make it clear that I'm taking every single fucking precaution. Yes. Not using a moving company. Everything's going into storage. I'm responsible for putting everything on the curb. There's no human to human interaction. So thank you for clarifying. Before anyone gets up in arms. Currently we're six and a half feet apart right now. And the only people we've seen. Is this exactly six and a half feet? Would you say? We don't know. We're eyeballing it. Eyeballing it. This is how I cook too. (laughs) Just figuring it out. (laughs) Ooh, good segue. Thank you. Really excited about the convo today. Yeah, me too. Um, We had the pleasure of inviting Alex Snodgrass, aka The Defined Dish. What a fucking wonderful, adorable human being. The studio last month. Yeah. And this feels like such a great time to crack open the conversation because she gives us such great tips for cooking at home. Is anyone else being domesticated during this time? Hand raised. Stephanie. Hand raised and also showing the length of my armpit hair, <laughs> which is, I was FaceTime with my guy friends last night and they were like, honestly, stop. It's not funny. It's fucking gross. And I was like, why is I hate that. They need to accept you it. so much. You need to normalize it for them. I'm like, hold up or I'm about to show you my bush, folks. <laughs> Stand back. I know. I'm so grateful for Alex. I'm pivoting, but. Yeah, no, that's fine. There's I'm nothing so grateful. else. To, there's nothing <laughs> else to say about my bush right yeah, now. Yeah, right. I have nothing else to say about it, but maybe later. This cook book is really, really added a fun delight to this time at home. Dude. For sure. Especially like, honestly, I really didn't cook before at all. And I always have felt like it's like a mountain to climb. Like I cooked a few things that like I learned from my family. But other than that, it was like... In fact, in this conversation, you expressed how you hate to cook. And so it's so funny. Now that I'm like Mrs. Now that you've turned it around. Yeah. I want to say two recipes. Well, three recipes that I love. Two that I cooked in the past few days. The kimchi cauliflower rice. Ooh. I made a vegetarian version. I swapped out the steak that she uses in the cookbook for um, shiitake mushrooms. Ooh. Just what I had at the house. Yum. And then I did the Thai basil beef, but I swapped cilantro for basil because okay. I was out of basil. This, I'll talk about this. That's so funny. I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this. In <laughs> Thai Rose. cilantro beef. I know. Is that a thing? No. Well, I wanted to talk about this in Roses and Thorns, but I'll just say it right now. It's like, there's so many little seasonings that I didn't have. Yeah. I'm like, is paprika the same as harissa? <laughs> no, but could be. Similar? Yeah. So I was improvising. And then today when I made my market trek, which was hellacious, harrowing, I got to the checkout and I go, huh. And the girl was like, what? And I'm like, oh, I just, that's the first breath I've taken in the 45 minutes that I've been inside of the store. But I got a full stacked spice rack, everything that was missing from the Define Dish cookbook I now nice. have. And I'm just like, now I know that though I may have to substitute a meat for a vegetable or whatever, I have a circle of spices. And she also gives us some great pantry must-haves in the combo. Guess what I have now? Baking soda. Hey, (laughs) living. So should we just kick it over to the combo? Okay, great. See you there. 
I'll see you there. I'll see you after. Actually. I'll see you after. Cool. Nobody will be sitting here the whole time. Yeah, I'll Thank be God. here. Okay, good. We're so excited to be welcoming Alex Snodgrass to the show today. Thank you for having me. Also known as the Defined Dish. Woo woo. I also think Stephanie and I were the only two people on the planet that didn't know about your incredible Instagram account and beautiful, beautiful Whole30 endorsed cookbook. Well, welcome to the tribe. So late to the party, but so happy to be here. Was it my cousin in New York City cooking us every meal out of your cookbook that really awoken our uh, yes. spirits? So Good. It was wild. I'll tell her thank you or him. When I did Whole30 in January, like three people were like, oh, do you know the Defined Dish? I hadn't. And then Michelle, our producer, mentioned you to us. And I was like, something's happening. The universe <laughs> is bringing in Rain something. Rain the defined dish. And then when we went to New York and stayed with Stephanie's cousin, as she said, she made every dinner for us from your cookbook. I so hence now we're like, we have to have you here. Yes. yes. So 100%. we listen to the call when the call calls us. Yes. I love that. So thanks for answering. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. So thank you for being here. You just had, as I said, your cookbook came out, The Defined Dish Healthy and Wholesome Weeknight Recipes that is Whole30 endorsed. Mm-hmm. And it's a New York Times bestseller. It you is. heard that? Yes. No big Mazel. deal. Yes. Thank That's you. wonderful. <laughs> so, okay. Where do we begin? Stephanie and I are the biggest fans of Whole30. Stephanie did it first, I think like three years ago. I did it I only know this because I had the date on my chalkboard for like two years after because <laughs> I just um, disorganized. It was like three eighteen eighteen, okay, wow. <laughs> or something. And then recently, I was like, "That's weird to have that number just like lingering in my house." I don't know. <laughs> like, what does this stand for? Yeah, I'm like, what does it mean? But I ended up doing it for like months and months, mm-hmm. which was awesome. And now I'm happy you're here to knock on my door and tell me to go back. I well, I need someone to knock on my door right, right now. I've been, I've been in the same boat. It's like you, you know, it comes in waves. And totally. I've been traveling so much, and I feel like when I travel, I'm like, I throw the health card out the window and really indulge and As enjoy you myself. Should. Yeah, but when you're doing it for like three months straight, it's totally. like wolf. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So I guess for our listeners who might not be familiar with Whole30, let's start there. Okay. What is it? What do we take out? What do we yes. include? So it's a 30-day elimination program. They don't mm-hmm. really call it a diet because it's not for like forever. And Also, diets are so 90s. Yes. Like that word is horrible. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's upsetting. Let's all agree on so, that right now before we get any emails from people. I can't believe you're endorsing a diet. We don't look at it. Yes. And my book is really about life after Whole30 and like incorporating back in those healthful ingredients. But for the Whole30, like really what they're trying to encourage someone to do is be a better informed consumer. Take away things in your diet that are typically inflammatory, like grains and dairy and soy and sugar. Sugar. That's the big one. Sugar is the number one for me. Yeah, the huge. That one really changed my life taking that out. Yeah. Legumes. Which for me is a major yes unfortunately because that is strangely one of the harder ones to omit right just because of hummus it really is a healthful ingredient if it works for you but it can really make you bloat Mm -hmm. um so you take those out for 30 days but it really promotes like eating three full meals and really having like healthy fats lots of protein and lots and lots and lots of vegetables so you do that for 30 days and then after that 30 day time period you reintroduce those ingredients slowly if you can, mm-hmm. most people go straight out the Full gates and go dinner. pizza. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm really, um, I just was like guzzling wine. I didn't even care oh, about for the sure. food. <laughs> I know. That, that's the first thing everyone reintroduces, let's yeah. be honest. And so then you reintroduce those things to figure out like, hey, legumes make me feel really bloated and this doesn't feel great. So that way you can figure out what works for you because there's no 
quote unquote, one size fits all diet. Like this is really about figuring out your body and what causes you discomfort. And then also, I just think it's really great for me. I think the the best thing about the program is to be able to look at labels and label read. That's one thing that the Whole30 really taught me about because you think something's healthy and you don't really read the ingredient list. And then when you do Whole30, you really focus on being an informed consumer and like looking at the back of labels. 100%. The hidden sugars that are in packaged condiments and across the board, it was such an eye opener. Mm -hmm. And it's really, that's a really easy new habit to adopt. I think after Whole30 is just being more conscious of those packaged items and yes. the hidden junk. Even in Madame Almond Milk. Yeah, right. I know. It's everywhere. Like something that you yeah. think is healthy because it's yeah. right now almond milk's in vogue and like everybody's drinking it. So they just go grab the first almond milk they see on the shelf without thinking, oh, let's flip over this bottle and let's look and see what's in this particular almond milk as opposed to that one. And so I think the Whole30 really trains your mind to like be a better consumer in that sense and look at what you buy. And it's like at the end of the day, if you really like one product and yes, it's full of junk and like you decide that's what you want to eat. Great. But at least you know the difference of what you're consuming. So I've never felt it more important to be taking our daily multivitamins. Couldn't agree more, my friend. Than I do at this moment. Yeah. We want to be jam packed with our vitamins and minerals. Yes. Which is why we are continual fans of the folks over at Ritual. Rituals are making clinically tested a new normal because they have obsessively researched each nutrient in their visionary women's multivitamin. And they are carefully selected ingredients that are absorbable by the body, which you know, you've heard me talked about how important it is for a body to be able to absorb the supplements you're taking. Otherwise, you're just basically ingesting trash. And on top of that, they're designed to be taken on an empty stomach. So if you, like myself, have some trouble remembering to take your vitamins at the same time every day. Well, it's tricky because you're like, okay, I don't want to like eat a meal and then drink a bunch of water and put vitamins in my body because your digestive system, that doesn't work. So then by the time that you remember to take your vitamins, your stomach's empty again. And it's just a whole- It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. You can take it at any time. You take it with a meal. You can take it on an empty stomach. I appreciate that deeply. And Ritual uses algal oil instead of fish oil. Ooh. Did I say algal oil right? I think I so. Think A-L-G-A-L. Yeah, because yeah, it comes from the fermentation of microalgae. Ooh, okay. There you go. There you go. So word. that's probably also why when you burp, it doesn't taste fishy. Yeah. So which Plus is the a, mint tab. The mint tab. Hi. We love that. And here's the thing. It delivers to your door. You can set it up and auto delivery. You can also pause said auto delivery super easily, which I also love. And if you're not a methylator, these vitamins are safe for you because they use folate. Head over to ritual.com slash retrograde to start your ritual today. You will get 10% off during the first three months. Wow. What a deal. That's ritual.com slash retrograde. Never has there ever been a better time to be upping your intake of vitamins and minerals, friends. Now back to the show. I think a lot of people have a barrier to doing a diet like this because then it's like, what am I going to eat? Or how mm-hmm. it, it's almost like your brain can't imagine shifting because yes. you've just, it's you're scary. Like, well, this thing is the thickener or this thing is the protein or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. But every recipe in here is like amazing and you're using whole ingredients. For sure. I feel like because I'm from Texas and I'm used to eating like really hearty, heavy food. Yeah. I grew up in a small town north of Dallas and I just grew up on home cooking and grew up on heavy food. And so whenever 
I knew I needed to make a lifestyle change because I was struggling with anxiety. I mm. started doing the whole 30 and it's like for one week, it's cool to eat like, you know, grilled chicken and broccoli. Like you can get by with like four days. But for me, after about four days of like eating that boring staple stuff, I was like, oh, hell no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need food. I need like gumbo. I need something heavy. So for me, it was like, where there's a will, there's a way. How can I recreate that sensation of when you eat it, still feel full and satisfied without eating rabbit food? Right. Um, yeah, I do that. I'm like, I'm only going to eat smoked salmon and beet greens for the next three weeks because I like you, have the worst kitchen and can't cook. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Then you like never want to look at a beet green again in your yeah. life. <laughs> I love what you just said about struggling with anxiety as an indicator of needing to make a lifestyle change. I think that's brilliant. For sure. Well, I had never struggled with anxiety before having kids. And kind of to backtrack about my personal history is I was living in Austin, working like in the political realm at like 23, 24. Mm -hmm. And I got pregnant with my now husband earlier than we anticipated. So really just my life shift shifted really quickly. We knew we were going to, you know, have a child and get married. We just kind of did it backwards. And so we decided to move back to Dallas and start a family, even though it wasn't like planned. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of found myself lost and confused. And I started struggling with anxiety for the first time. And I just wasn't taking care of myself. And I didn't really know what was next for me. I just like didn't have much purpose other than like loving being a mother. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't really have anything for me. So my sister had done a whole 30. I was trying everything. I mean, obviously I was going to therapists, all like your traditional things, but I didn't want to be on medicine for forever for that. I wanted to look outside and look at other things to really help heal me. And I obviously love food. And she recommended <laughs> whole 30. She was like, I think it's gonna help you feel more mentally clear because you're drinking a lot of wine at night. That's like just causing brain fog and it's not helping you. And so she really urged me to do it. And I thought, what do I got to lose? Like, I might as well try it. Right. And so I did it. And I think on top of just taking out the sugar and taking those things out to like have that mental clarity also set off this like, oh my gosh, I'm not taking care of myself. So the whole third, because you're working so hard for 30 days to like do the whole 30 because it takes a lot of brain power to like, what am I going to eat? Yeah. And you need brain power. It takes a lot of time. Preparation. And you kind of look inward for a while and you kind of like, are like, (laughs) your friends are like, hey, let's go do this. And you're like, nope, I'm going to go sit by myself and like make my whole 30 gumbo. You know what I mean? (laughs) And meal prep. So you have like a lot of- Just always traveling with nine bags of beef jerky. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like just this aha moment aside from the eating clean thing that I was like, oh my gosh, if I take care of myself and I feel good, I can be the mom that I want to be and I can feel- like I'm not drowning all the time and not just like depressed and anxious. And so the whole 30 kind of just like kickstarted that. Obviously, it took me longer than just 30 days to just like buy anxiety. It's still always one of those things that sits on your shoulder, like waiting to peek out. But the whole 30 really helped start that in me. And then also my blog, doing the whole 30 made me realize I had a knack for making comfort food whole 30. Wow. Mm. And I loved cooking that way. So I started cooking that way. My blog kind of really took off from there. And that's when I really turned into my business. And that gave me a lot of passion and joy, which also helped me with my anxiety. So let's talk (laughs) about the popularity of, is it the defineddish.com? Yes. Okay. So you started that just as a hobby. hobby. Mm -hmm. How many people were, let's say within the first month, how many people were Nobody. Nobody. I think it's important to hear. That's yeah. the point I'm, I, I want to yes. get into. Because like for us, I think the first people that listened, like my parents and like sure, two other people. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> so, we were like, is this thing on? <laughs> no one's listening to this. It's fine. We can say whatever we want. Yeah. You know? yes. And now we go back and we're like, why did we say whatever we what? want? 
<laughs> we were still in our 20s, yeah. and that's documented. It was dark. Um, <laughs> what are you sipping on, my friend? Wait, I'm so excited because we just got introduced to them, and I'm normally a little bit side-eye to powders. Same. Because it just seems like it's never enjoyable. But here's something crazy. Organifi has the most delightful tasting powders you could ever imagine. They have a red juice, a green juice, and a yellow juice. Today, we're talking about the red juice and it is so goddamn delicious. I'm just trying it for the first time. You have yours with hemp milk. I have mine with water. Yeah. I am dazzled Dazzled. I feel like I'm drinking something that was made by hand by someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah, and it's so nice to have like green juice, red juice access. Yeah, in times like these. So I want to talk about the red juice, which we're drinking right now. The Organifi red juice contains 11 antioxidant-rich superfoods for repairing your immune system and boosting energy. Let's talk about the superfoods that are in it. We got reishi mushrooms, which is an immune modulator, meaning that it can help bring the body back to homeostasis and regulate activity of the immune system. Hello, so important. We got cordyceps mushrooms. Cordyceps can help also modulate innate and adaptive immunity, therefore balancing the immune system. Hello. We got Siberian ginseng, decreases anxiety, also an immune booster, increases sleep, decreases insomnia. Plus we got rhodiola, acai, beets, pomegranate, raspberry, cranberry, blueberry, and strawberry. Hello. It's a real wellness who's who It's just in that <laughs> ingredients list. The real superfoods of wellness in these powders, friends. So Steph just concocted these for us. We're yeah. sitting six and a half feet apart right mm-hmm, now. Correct. She made us little bevs to start home recording. Yep. And I'm just... So excited. This tastes genuinely really good. I'm not a powder gal. And it was really easy. There was no, it was, I literally just put it in water and then used my little Aero Latte machine, mixed it up. Yeah. And there was no chunks, you no drama. You could even do a shake. Like if you don't have that, you could shake it up oh, yeah. in a water bottle. I mean, it's really great. Treat it like a cocktail. Do your damn thing. It's also dairy-free, gluten-free, keto-friendly. If you order any Organifi product, you'll get 15% off at Organifi.com. I want to spell that out because it's spelled a little differently. It's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash retrograde. Mm-hmm. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash retrograde for 15% off any product. Throw a red juice in your cart and throw a green juice in yeah, your cart. Start there. There's also a little option. You can do try all three. Ooh, okay. I would maybe do that. Yeah. But then they also have protein. I mean, they have everything. I can't wait to try it all. I am sold. Yeah. So excited. That's Organifi.com slash retrograde. Thank you for making this stuff. I love it. Well, now that I'm a cook, it's no problem. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's go back to the show. So you were just doing it for almost like a a hobby, a therapy for yourself. Yeah, I just always love to cook and love to share my recipes with my family and friends. So it was more of like, oh, I can do this with now there's this new platform that everybody's using blogs for. So I kind of did that on the side. And I actually, my sister and I started the Define Dish together and we did it for like two years, but we weren't doing it like consistently. We weren't making it a business. It was supposed to be a food and fitness blog. She is really into fitness and training. So she was, we were going to do like this sister duo with me doing the food and her doing the fitness. And we just didn't take it seriously. It didn't really catch on, but we had probably like 10,000 followers when she decided not to do it anymore. And I was like, maybe I won't do it anymore because she didn't want to do it anymore. And I was like, it's so fun for me and it makes me feel good. But I was spending way too much time and money on it whenever it wasn't, you know, making me any money. So I was like, if this is going to be sustainable and something that I really want to do, I need to turn it into the gear to like make it my business. So because it is taking time away from my family 
and my kids and I couldn't like afford a nanny when I'm not making sure money on my business. So I was like, all right, I'm going to rebrand my site. I'm going to really make this a thing. And that was right around the same time that Instagram stories came about. And I really think that helped me because I'm not the type of person to like take a picture of myself in my kitchen. Be like, let's talk about this today. Like, that's just not my personality. Right. It was just like all food. And I didn't really know how to put my personality behind it. And so Instagram stories is a more comfortable way for me to share. It's just I'm same. So it really was like kind of the perfect trifecta for me by by rebranding my site, taking it seriously, plus Instagram stories. People are like, oh, here she is. And then when (laughs) do you remember a specific moment where it turned the corner for you? Probably about four years ago, like right when Instagram stories came about, like when I went all in, it was just growth, growth, growth since then. And it's just, you know, my community has been so supportive and following me and backing me and sharing me with their family and friends. And they're kind of my soldiers out there doing all the glory for me and all the hard work. And like, I definitely wouldn't have this book without them. So that's incredible. super grateful for them. That's amazing. Yeah. What about stocking our pantry when we're doing Whole30 and wanting to, as we said, it takes, it requires some pre-planning and some space within your day or your week mm-hmm. to really kind of set yourself up for success when yes, committing you've never to Whole30 or post Whole30 when you want it at least eat cleaner cleaner. for Mm -hmm. me i cook whole 30 at home and then when i go out i am more lenient and just enjoy life yeah which i think is a good the best way to do it quote unquote balance for yourself but i would say once you get those pantry staples and you're comfortable with cooking with them and you get in the groove it's just like your everyday cooking all of a sudden right you know it's like what used to be cornstarch is now air root starch so that's like one that i always have in my pantry um it's a great thickener I like to think of it as like a cornstarch. You would mix it with a sauce and make a good stir fry with it. So arrowroot's great. Arrowroot flour? Yeah. Okay. Or it's sometimes called arrowroot starch. Same difference. Okay. So good to don't know. panic when you see that. Tapioca is also really great. I find it's very similar to arrowroot, but it also lends to get a little bit crispier. So if I'm like making Whole30 chicken nuggets for my kids, I'll, instead of rolling it in arrowroot and almond flour, I kind of do a combo tapioca works better for something like that. It gets a little bit crispier. I like almond flour, but I don't like to think of it as like a regular flour. I like to think of it more as like a breadcrumb. Okay. Um, I find when you try to like thicken a sauce or, you know, uh, dredge chicken in it, it makes the sauce get really grainy. It has like a chalkiness to it. But if you want like, you know, like a fake panko breadcrumb or a breadcrumb type thing, like on a chicken Parmesan, like that kind of crust, that's I would use like an almond flour mix with tapioca. I love that because almonds are overdone. It's like everything. Some of these places that are plant-based, it's like first course, second course, last course. It's just, you're just basically eating a plate of almonds. (laughs) Yes. And it's like not good for you to do that. No, for sure. So So this is, I kind of like, uh, that's how I like to think about almond flour. A lot of people think like, oh, it's a flour. I'll treat it like, you know, all-purpose flour. It's like, no, don't do that. Your dish is going to taste terrible. I also love coconut aminos and substitute for soy sauce. Mm. It's a little bit sweeter. So I like to combine just a teensy touch of fish sauce with it to bring out that like umami saltiness in the coconut. So I'll do like a quarter of a cup of coconut aminos with like a teaspoon or half a teaspoon of fish sauce. Fish sauce is weird to some people that aren't used to cooking with it. It does have a stink to it. Well, you can only use a little, otherwise it gets weird. Yeah, it gets weird. It's like anchovies. It's like, you know, secret ingredient that 
kills a dish if you use it. It's like amazing and it brings out so much flavor, but it's a little bit weird for people to use the first time. They're Absolutely. like, oh gosh. I remember I tried to make a pad tie with it once and I was like, yep. But it's so flavorful if you if we you use it right. Great yeah. green bean dish with it, but it was like you had to kind of get a little fishy. Get a little fishy. Yeah, get a little it, bit let goes it a long out, way. And then yeah. it was great. Yes, but for sure. yeah, it's definitely one of those like half a teaspoon is all you not, need. Not one of the most comfortable items to have in the pantry that I think people feel, uh, you know, at sure. ease with. For sure. It's different for our culture. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wait, what is this? It adds so much flavor to yeah. stir fry. Just coconut amines alone. It's just like sweet and syrupy to me. And I'm like, no, it has to have fish sauce in it. Quick T-O. T-O, T-O, T-O. We want to give love to one of today's sponsors. Straight from our girl, Kristen Cav over at her timeless, effortless, and sophisticated jewelry line for the gal on the go. We've got Uncommon James. If you're familiar with- Sorry, I'm sorry. Do you know her like that? You can abbreviate her last name like that? Yeah. Oh, that's you guys are tight? I just like, I'm into like a one syllable last name. Is that what you call me? Yeah, Steph Sim. (laughs) Oh, that's true. You do it for anybody. (laughs) You do do that. Like I have a one syllable, everyone else should get in line. Wow, only child over here. (laughs) We're talking about Uncommon James from Kristen Cavallari. Cab in Elizabeth. (laughs) I'm so happy. Beautiful salad bowl from her website that I love. It's a huge discovery of mine, and nothing makes a lady baby feel more lady baby than. A serving bowl. Tossing a salad. Okay. (laughs) Also, there's a necklace that I love that I shall be wearing out and have been wearing around the house as I've been home. It's the Purdy necklace. It's like a cute little rhinestone choker. Yeah, I love that one. It's spelled P-U-R-D-Y. It looks really cute alone or Mm -hmm. with like a full neck story. Yeah, I also ordered like 10 candles and they've been getting me through this safer at home moment like none other because nothing sets a vibe and calms your system like some candles and a bath. That's true. So head over to uncommonjames.com. Use the discount code retrograde20. You'll get 20% off your entire order. We highly recommend. Wow. Nothing like a homebound online shopping perusal to really kill the time. Can I just say that one or two stints of a gentle retail therapy will lift your spirits like none other friends, right? I agree. Uncommonjames.com, discount code retrograde 20, 20% off. Back to the show. Hit it, don't quit it, friends. So those are some off the top of my head. Yeah, what about oils? I like to use avocado oil a lot with Whole30 cooking. I also still use olive oil a ton. My mom's Italian, so I'm just used to having olive oil around. But if I'm cooking something at a higher heat, I always use avocado oil. Okay. I really right. don't cook that much with coconut oil because I really think it changes the flavor of things, especially for savory cooking. Thank you for saying that. I Anyone that 100%. says that it doesn't change the flavor it is does. lying. Your brother does. once made me chicken, Stephanie, with coconut oil. Ew. And I was like, I'm not hungry. No. <laughs> I'm good. No one wants your sweet, weird coconut chicken. Yeah, it's yeah. good, I think, with baking. Like, yeah, I was just yes. going to say it's really nice if you're doing like a gluten-free pancake. Really, yes. really adds some zhuzh to it. Yes. But yep. Otherwise... Not for savory. Yeah. And I'm I'm also not convinced that coconut oil is like that healthy to consume on the regular. Yeah. All these things are all like new to us. And I feel like it's slowly going to evolve and be like, what? Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) In moderation. (laughs) Everyone had too much coconut oil. Yeah. Coconut everything. Almond everything. Yeah. It's weird. What are your tips when finishing Whole30? Uh, And (laughs) 
And then two and a half years later, trying to go back and feeling super overwhelmed and, oh, just asking for a friend. (laughs) So I think there's a dangerous, slippery slope with the Whole30 and trying to eat that way 365 days a year. Mm -hmm. I definitely would preach against that more than just like the, okay, I got off on the roller coaster and now I like need to, you know, reboot. I think a lot of people, because I create Whole30 recipes, think I eat that way all the time. And it's Mm -hmm. like, could it be far from the truth. It's just like how you like to eat. It's like, I like to cook Whole30 at home because I am in control of the ingredients there. And that's what I like to choose to cook with. And it's delicious. I and don't feel deprived. Like yours make it feel so fun. Yeah. And you're not deprived. You're not hungry after you eat that way. It's not rabbit food. You're not starving. But on the weekends, like I love, like I live in Texas. I love going to get Tex-Mex and margaritas and having fun and like having this balance without this like punishment. Mm-hmm. Um, the, one of the first chapters in my book that I tied into there is titled Nourish Not Punish because I noticed so many people in the Whole30 community that do follow me for recipes have this like, you know, they would DM me after they go to Mexico, for example, and be like, oh my gosh, I drank and ate so much. Like, how do I detox? Like, what's the quickest way that I can feel good again? And it's like, okay, the quickest way for you to not feel bloated is to like juice cleanse and, you know, work your ass out. But that is that healthy for you mentally? No. So it's like, why not have the bloat for five more days and take the approach of eating this kind of food and eating three meals and really consuming clean foods and just like letting your body detox that way rather than this like mental breakdown that just beats you up. I totally hear that and I feel that, but I wrestle with kind of knowing I'm very anti the mental noise that beats you up. Yeah. But then there are sometimes like where I feel like I am right now where I pushed it a little too far. For sure. Where I was you like definitely re- filling yes. the void with sugar. Yes. And so then I'm like, okay, I want to recalibrate because it's uncomfortable. But knowing that like the next thought over is like a judgmental exactly. adolescent body shame thought. So I'm trying to. Exactly. But And I think like for me, like I love being able to know that I can do a two week like mini reset. That's what I want. Of yeah. eating whole 30. But you're actually eating three meals a day. Like there's no way that you're depriving yourself in the sense of like juice cleansing for five days. And then what are you going to eat on Friday? You're going to be starving. Yeah. And you're going to be like, yeah. I'm going to go get pizza. And then it's just this like, you know, this vicious cycle that starts. And that that's, I think, like the premise of yo-yo dieting. But that's why I love Whole30 because you're eating three full meals a day. And mm-hmm. like you're 100% not, unless you want to deprive yourself, like you're not depriving yourself. Like. If you follow the program the way that it's written, you're eating food. Yeah, that's what I love about it because yeah. I fucking love food. Yes, for sure. And but of course, like people person. can take it and run with it and go, you know, a lot of people like the black and white diet structure because they don't know anything else and they want that control. Well, it gives your it's brain the illusion that you can happen quickly. And that's yeah. what you were talking about before. Like we get so, we need to change it right away. Yes, yeah. It's like patience, patience. And yeah. then you're going to be better off in the whole scheme of things. So that's what, like right now I'm in, your boat. Like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I need to detox, mm-hmm. but I want to do it in a healthy way. So I'm going to like take two weeks to eat only whole 30 mm-hmm. dinners, not drink, cut sugar out. And yeah. then, but I think there's also those times of year where like, you know, that you need a two week one, or you know, that you need a whole 30, like an actual whole 30, yeah. 30. Yeah. But I don't think that doing it for two weeks works unless you've done a whole one before. Yeah. Agree. Definitely. You know, like yeah. you definitely need to go all in and do the 30 days to really see and change your relationship with food before you have the relationship to be like, two weeks is good. Yeah, totally. And reprogramming how your body burns off energy because Uh that's what's happening. That's why, so if if you haven't done Whole30 before, the first week, I would say day four, I'm trying to remember what the like calendar that they 
use, but it's like day four and five, you feel awful. Mm-hmm. You sleepy. You sleepy. Oh, yeah. You just are <laughs> like hungover. It's, just, it's a hungover feeling because uh-huh. I read that it was because your body isn't burning off of sugar anymore, mm-hmm. but of it's finding new fuel. New fuel. Yeah. So that recalibration period is a struggle. Yep. And then you're slowly kind of rebuilding from there, which is great. But I think if you've never done that full 30 and seen it all the way through, it doesn't work. Just that two week reset, it's not going to really retrain the system in the way that is maximally. 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 Mm-hmm. Who knows? This isn't on, right? I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it works. But okay, so for breakfast, so Stephanie and I are constantly breakfast curious and kind of struggle with that in the morning. Breakfast is tough. It's tough, right? Yeah. What is Especially your you go to? Well, eggs. No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with Whole30, it is tough. I feel like the other thing with Whole30 that you do after about a week, you start to look <laughs> at food when you're like, it's not your traditional breakfast food. You're like, I'll just have a salad for breakfast That's or what I leftover do. soup. I you know what I mean? roasted veggies for breakfast. Yeah. So just I, being able to escape the like traditional breakfast mindset of like eggs, bacon, and like what else do you do? It's like that gets so old 30 days in a row. Yeah. So to be able to like rethink it and just be like, I'll just have leftover pot roast for breakfast. Like it doesn't I matter. literally had so many hot dogs for breakfast when I was on Whole30. That was like my everyday Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people do that. You're not alone. You're not They're alone. all beef. It's chill. They're <laughs> kosher. Like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> So funny. It's like a hot dog and like six heads of romaine lettuce, like a psycho, like weird animal. But yeah. at that point, you're like, it's fuel. Yeah, for and that's sure. that's what I need. Exactly. It's like, doesn't matter. You're just like, I want to follow the program. Yeah. This is all that sounds good right now. So I'm just going to eat this. But I'd have soup so much for breakfast because I would have like, that's the best leftovers. Mm. Or I'd make like egg cups, hard boiled eggs with like some spinach and fruit, like Ooh, stuff of that nature. Nice. Something easy. Any recipes? that stand out to you that just were like massive fails? Uh, (laughs) In like recent history? Yeah. There was like this one thing that I tried to make recently. Like I loved canned green chilies. And my mom used to make this dish growing up where she would mix sour cream, green chilies, rice, and like put cheddar cheese on top and bake it. So I tried to like remake like this whole 30 version using like nut pods and green chilies and like mix it with cauliflower rice and thicken it with arrowroot. Like put the chicken. I'm like, this is going to be delicious. It was absolutely disgusting. Too many off flavors. It just like didn't come together. Like that sour cream is really what brings it together in that her like old school casserole dish, like Texas style. (laughs) Yeah. Some things are just aren't replacements. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's not going to work. If our listeners should make one thing tonight from the Defined Dish cookbook, what should it be? I say go with the gumbo. Ooh, we've already talked about classic. it. Classic. We've touched on it. It's a classic. It was on the blog. I got to put ten recipes from the blog in the book that okay. were like fan favorites, and that one is just a staple. And it's really good. It's super easy to make, and lots of flavor. We made the spaghetti squash pod Thai. Oh, that was oh, yes. so good. That's a, that's a fan favorite too. Phenomenal. Yes, it okay. was just such a treat. Uh huh. It's a yummy one. Especially with the whole 30 of it all. It just like had all the components of like. Just inhale it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had three bowls. <laughs> yep. Got two. Yeah. Oh my God. I also just turned to a page of a blueberry filet mignon with cauliflower mash. What? Oh yeah. I want Can Aqua I... El Due. Yes. That restaurant in, in Florence. Florence. Yep. That so was the inspo. That was like my favorite place in Italy. So good. And I feel like everybody who travels to Florence. It's they like know. A must yep. go to spot. That's the recipe that I'm so excited to try. You have to. Oh, wow. It. So it's, it's so this good. blueberry sauce that they serve on steak at 
this restaurant mm-hmm. and you've recreated a Whole30 version with a cauliflower mash, right? Yes. So that's in the date night chapter. Technically, it's paleo because I add a little bit of coconut sugar to the blueberry sauce. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you could om- omit that and okay. it'll be Whole30. What about Don't like omit some, it. What about if yeah. you were going to keep it in, could you use like honey as a substitute? Would that work or not really? Honey, you can't use as a sweetener in Whole30. It's not right. allowed. Right, right, right. But like, let's say we were Whole30 rules. It has coconut window. palm sugar oh, yeah. in it. It has palm sugar. Use that. Okay. Follow the okay. recipe exactly. It's perfect. <laughs> I oh my shall. God. I want I it shall. right now. Yes. Awesome. Alex, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you this for having such me. such a fun so conversation. Fun. Guys, check her out at The Defined Dish. This book if you know anybody who loves to cook veggie forward, even if you're not in a Whole30 curious zone, it's such <laughs> a great book. Yes. I love it thank so much. You. So I, thank you for putting this out in the world. I wish we had course. a kitchen in here right now. Right? I know. Strap you to I'm it. I'm hungry. You're making me <laughs> okay. Bye. Thanks for having me. You down with RNT? Yeah, you know me. Yo, yo, remember that one when we had that before we had copyright problems? <laughs> hey. Hi. What's good? What's good? Okay, quickly. Not quickly. We've got time. What am I saying? Please rush because I've got somewhere to be right now. Yeah. I've got um, a real heavy, hectic schedule. I first want to say what we didn't say at the top of the show. I hope everyone is feeling good and healthy and in a good mental spot. I definitely this past weekend, like really let myself go down like the sad hole, which is, (laughs) we'll call it the sad hole, you know, like that little corner of the couch that you don't move from and you just feel the weight of everything that's occurring. And yeah, I'm happy I let myself really let those emotions circulate through me because I, afterwards, I kind of vowed to myself. I was like, okay, we felt it, but there's nothing we can do I mean, there's little things that we can all do as people showing up for the people we love, helping small businesses, donating, really finding organizations that we can support. But, you know, you can't change the fact that we have to stay indoors and stay at home. Yeah. So I'm really tried to like turn my mental attitude around. Yeah. And it's been really helpful. I find myself like... Well, it's like a different thing every day. I'm sure everyone's feeling like one day it's kind of okay. And then you go outside and you're like, it's not okay. And then you come back and you're like, fine. But I find myself in a lot of spaces of just like staring into space, like in a weird way where I'm like, I've been staring into space for like 25 minutes. Like weird stuff like that where like I would never normally do that. It's like, I'm sick of my phone. I'm sick of my tech. I've been alone for long enough to where I'm like, it doesn't bring me any like joy or sense of connection. I'm just like over it. Totally. And I'm like- just staring into space is like my main activity but at I'm the moment. But I'm so into that. Me it's too. A, that's a luxury. It's kind of crazy. It's I'm great. I'm like, I don't have to think about anything, but maybe I will. Totally. <laughs> I also am like questioning people who are like, I'm bored. I'm like, that's how do you get bored? I'm like, it literally explain to me how you're bored. There's cooking. There's, dude, there's coloring. There's, there's, <laughs> there's sitting and doing there's nothing. There's sitting and doing nothing. Said. There's watching. How many different braids can you learn on your hair? Exactly. There's manicures and pedicures and books to be read. I mean, these are all really dumb examples, but like I truly fundamentally don't understand boredom. I don't either. Boring people get bored. That's what my mom used to always say. And I told her that. I go, mom, remember how you used to always say boring people got bored? It's really hitting home now. (laughs) And then she goes, I didn't say that. I'm like, yeah, you did. Where would I get it from? She's like, no, I said not creative people get bored. I'm like, mom, that's not an interesting saying. 
That doesn't flow. That doesn't flow. <laughs> Who doesn't said? Really she's like, oh, you're probably much. right. I didn't say that. <laughs> like, That's things so are getting a little funny. loopy over there. Um, in term, but I think one thing on a larger scale that is like really brought me so much joy is seeing how people are activating and like showing up for their community yeah, and doing agree. some really spectacular things. Yeah. I want to, since we're talking about food this episode, I really want to mention my friend Howie Khan, who I've known since I was like five years old. He's a dear family friend. He started a podcast. He's a, a really well-known writer. He does a lot of like a big like cover story for like a bunch of magazines. And I'm totally butchering his credits because they're phenomenal. And he's just a very well-known writer. He hosts America's Got Talent. <laughs> no, different guy. I know. <laughs> um, but sure, maybe one day. So Howie has been a longtime food writer and very ingrained in the hospitality industry. And he launched his podcast on March 20th. Okay. And it's called Takeaway Only. And every single day, he's releasing a new episode that is highlighting the hospitality industry, which as we all know, is in deep, deep crisis right now. Mm -hmm. So basically, he's using his platform to tell all the different stories Mm. of how people are mobilizing, how they're problem solving, how they're giving back to their community. It is just, I'm so impressed by it. And he's talking about humanity and ingenuity and taking action. And it's really inspiring. So I want to urge everybody to check it out. It's just a little special something that is happening right now. I love that. I do too. I want to shout out the rows of the things that I've made so far in my cooking journey. Number one, I want to talk about the Define Dish enchiladas, which are insane. So good. I didn't have Siete wraps or they didn't have them at the grocery store. So I got these like brown rice ones and they're like a little bit bigger than the Siete wraps. So I only use, I use fewer of them, but the enchiladas were bigger. So it was the same amount of food. And that was like next level. That lasted me like a full week. Nice. Then I cracked open also the No Crumbs Left cookbook. Terry, my girl. And I made the cocoa salmon, which I wanted to show you a picture of. So I made it. I made it and I chopped it up and then I made it like little lettuce cups. Oh, cute. And That's beautiful. I'm in... Pr- Whoa. Are you, <laughs> my, are you Stephanie? What happened? <laughs> no, I know. I'm like really good at cooking. <laughs> like low key, I'm like amazing at it. <laughs> But I, I bought butter lettuce and then like chopped it up and then used the leftover cocoa rub for as like a sauce in the cups. And holy fucking shit. Okay, girl. So random. I would have never thought of yeah. that. I think, and to what you said before with this, I think it's all about stocking yourself with- The spices. The spices. Like- Look at this skirt stick. I have to tell you, and I got this Simply Organic garlic powder and spiced paprika. It like turned my world around. Yeah. If it's you so just cool. do that, salt and pepper with roasted veggies, it's like a whole dance, a, yeah. d- a dance party. Yeah. And then I cracked open a few cookbooks and looking to bake, like, because I had all those extra strawberries, but I haven't quite, I bought baking soda today. Okay. So I feel like I'm on like the right road to baking. Right. I'm just a little afraid of baking. You know what you could do? What I really like to do, because I'm also not in on the baking track, although I have vowed to myself because we've got a lot of birthdays in April. Yeah. <laughs> Wipes her own shoulder off. <laughs> She's like, I hope you learn to bake by April 21st. <laughs> no, but like it's Joey's birthday and it's Passover. So I was like thinking of- It's Elizabeth's know. birthday on April 21st, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Mm-hmm. But the Sweet Laurel, which yeah. is the grain-free cookbook. So yeah. I, I vowed to try a little 
get a little involved in that. Mm. Another question. Yeah. Has anyone else's skin just been amazing? Freaking out. Oh. Yours looks great. <laughs> Mine has like taken on a whole new no, acne journey. It I mean, has. I've had some extra time on my hands. So I've been doing a lot of skincare stuff. But you know, one of my favorite people who like, I owe everything to her in terms of like any clear skin I've had in the past four years. Yeah. Is Jen Kramer. Yeah. And obviously, that type of service industry is really non-existent at the moment. And it's really hard for someone, all the people with small businesses and it's challenging, but yeah. she is doing online consults. Oh, that's amazing. And so I had a little online catch up with her and she went over some skin tips with me. And her. I think the consults are like $65 and then $25 or 25% off of her products, which are so good. That's for amazing. So I just, if anybody is feeling picky at their skin or stressy, maybe check her out. I think I want her to do a little how-to video for us too because she has so much knowledge. It's wild. Every time I talk to her, I learn something new. I think you should. We should. So, um, but corrective skincare guys, you know it. We love it. Yeah. It's the best. I will say I'm washing my face a lot less and I think that might be helping. Oh, I've been washing it more. Well. Because. Well. But I will say I do have this fun new ritual. It's called Afternoon Skin. It's a show I have with myself for myself. (laughs) And because like after I work out, it's like five usually. And so then I'm like doing my skin routine for the evening because we'll get into a minute why I'm too lazy to get into it late night. Tell me. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. So an afternoon skin. Okay. It's like a fun new thing. Yeah. That I yeah. Look forward it's to. like a matinee. It's a matinee of yeah. skincare. Yeah. Really. I love it's that. like I do my morning routine, afternoon routine. And then at night, I'm going to start medicating again with my salicylic wipes and my benzoyl peroxide 5% to just I have clear like this shit up. No morning routine. Like there are some days where I don't even brush my teeth till four o'clock. I'm, a, found, well, I'm by myself. So it's like, right. I don't have to. Um, <laughs> just really leaning in over here. I've been getting up and doing like my meditation or my journaling or my moving my body. One, sometimes all three, whatever. I clean the kitchen Mm because it just like gives me something to kind of do. And it's usually like a little dirty from cooking the night before. Never done so many goddamn dishes in my fucking life. Cleaning all the time. It's so soothing. Not for me. And um, I saw a tweet that I laughed at. I wish the (laughs) she wrote, I wish the dishes would do me for once. <laughs> and I was like, I wish I thought of that. That's so funny. I wish so I remember real. who thought of that. <laughs> and like showering and like just kind of starting the day with a shower tends to like really feel really nice and leisurely. Wow. You're, no really, you're way more on top of this than I am. There's no right way to do it. I think it's just like figuring out. I think that that's what this past week was, was like figuring out the flow and figuring out how to like self-soothe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Definitely. So that's been fun. I, Ryan Huffington, one of our listeners, whoever shouted this out, we asked our listeners to tell us workout stuff. And we got so many great responses. The Daily Ryan Huffington. So Ryan owns the Sweat Spot here, okay. which is my favorite dance studio in LA. He's been doing these afternoon dance parties at four o'clock on Instagram Live. Fucking amazing. Wow. Love. Wow. So good. Highly recommend that. And then I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to just say it. My Rose, our friends at Elevate Jane, Mm. we love this website, you guys. They have the best smoking apparatuses. I love it. They're so cool. They're like, look like beautiful things you can like put out, like little cute trinkets. Yeah. They sent us bongs. Bongs. (laughs) And And I was literally like, what? And I believe the proceeds for the bongs go 
There's 10% go to the LA Food Bank. Get high for a good cause, friends. So I was like, what am I going to do with a bong? I haven't smoked a bong in literally 15 years. And there was a point where I was like, like well, I guess I'll try this thing. Yeah, Joey was like, maybe you should try the bong because I was very anxious. You could tell, a little restless. And he was like, you should try the bong. And I was like, I guess I'll try the bong. I've been doing the bong, guys. (laughs) The bong has been helping. It's a great nightcap. I haven't drank this entire experience. Not same. I've drank 97 bottles of red wine. I truly, truly think, working this out in my head, not sure if it's a real thing. Yeah. But like my soul knew that I needed to like rework my relationship to alcohol. Yeah. Prior to this. It's interesting because I have not been feeling like it's a crutch as much. I'm just like every night I have a glass of wine. Right. I I don't have five. If I could have a glass of wine... And it agreed with me. Right. That would be a whole different story. But for me, I really, the can't only thing that really agrees with me is tequila. Yeah. And you can't really be <laughs> like. So that's like such a choice. Yeah. So I think if you're loving alcohol right now, by all means, have at it. Get down with your vices. I think that that is like, yeah. there's no shame in that game. But it's been nice. It's like a glass a night just by myself. It's divine. Yeah. Like I feel there's only been one night where I had like more wine because I was outside. My neighbors and I were social distance hanging out oh, in the courtyard. Nice. Yeah. Which was cute. But I the next morning was like, I drank too much wine last night. I was like, it's weird to be hungover and have nothing to do, but still <laughs> not like feel good. Best. Yeah. But it still was like shitty. I was like, it's funny how hangover is not just like, now I can't go live my life. It's like, ugh, now I literally just have to lay on the couch all day. And it's like, even though I can do that, I don't want to be doing that. Right. And feeling shitty. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's to- that's how I feel. It's yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. Just working stuff out. No, we're, I'm just happy that you're hitting a bong like it's 2002. Oh my God. I, <laughs> I'm excited. Like, it's like a real retrograde moment. <laughs> I need to get involved with that. I highly recommend it. You, and you also, highly I, recommend it? I do. <laughs> and I also just love the site. They have the cutest stuff. So that's Elevate Jane and their listeners. So hi guys. You guys are hi, awesome. You guys are so sick. I smoke out of the fluorite pipe before I go to bed every single night. See, there you go. Yeah. You just gotta, you know. Be good to the lungs. That's right. One thing. Oh, speaking of which. So as you guys know, we are on Cameo and we get to do fun messages for you guys for birthdays and stuff. Yeah. We are offering messages for $15 a pop. Sick. And it is our proceeds are going to go to Lunch on Me. As you know, this is an organization that Steph and I are super involved with here in LA. They do an amazing job of feeding people in need. And right now their initiative is working towards feeding school-age kids and the elderly, and they're Mm -hmm. bringing them fresh meals every day. Wow. So 100% of the proceeds are going to be going to Lunch On Me Mm -hmm. uh, over on our Cameo. We'll link that in the show notes for this episode. We'd love to say hi. Yeah. So if you have a friend who's a listener, or if you're a listener... We can say hi. We We can juggle. We can braid hair. I can kill a fishtail. I could teach you how to fishtail in a cameo. Digital. For $15. Anything, really. (laughs) We hope that you are keeping your spirits high. Thanks so much to Alex for being on the show. Yeah. It was a pleasure and well-timed. I hope everybody can have some inspiration, some fun in the kitchen. We have a bunch of really cute things coming up. So we'll keep it as normal as possible so we can not all be headfirst in the news all day long. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Love you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.